You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you for another episode, episode number 30 today. And as always, really great to be here talking about how to turn your entrepreneurial spirit, how to turn your excitement, your hustle, your network marketing income into financial freedom and the mindsets and skill sets that we need to achieve that. And so today I want to revisit one of the older episodes, one of the original episodes a bit and revisit one of the topics that we talked about in this episode and then really expand on it. So it was actually episode number seven and it was the five money lies that were holding you back. And we went through five of the money mindsets that people can still kind of hold on to and some of the old beliefs we have in particular. And one of the main ones is that if you make more money, that is essentially taking money away from someone else. And that's where people say, oh, well, I, I, I have enough. And if I get more money, someone else is going to miss out. Or if I make any more money, I'm greedy. And that old mindset. And so I want to really expand on this one in particular because we're seeing it so, so, so much at the moment. I was just reading a, an investment newsletter about it the other day. And just the new rules of money and how money is created and how money is valued in today's society. And because of the new rules of money, we have to let that old belief go. We have to let the old belief that if you're making money, at some point, someone else has to lose. For you to make money, then some like if you can only be successful if someone else is failing, essentially. And if we cycle right back to you know the, the early, early days of trade and money, and you know spices were a valuation and food was valued as a currency all those sorts of things but really in the old and olden days and we talk you know the medieval days and king arthur and all those uh, you know brave heart days it was about land and land was how you looked at someone's wealth and so land as we see it is a finite resource there's only so much land in the world Um, So yes, if you wanted to earn more wealth, if you wanted to build your empire, if you wanted to grow the empire for your children, you went to war. You went to war with the person across the road from you. So the lords and ladies and the kings and queens, essentially they grew their wealth by forming their armies together and going off and taking over someone else's land. So that definitely was a zero-sum game. There was only so much uh, land in the world, and if I wanted to add 10 hectares to my land space, I would have to go over across the road with my army and fight for the guy next door and then take over his 10 hectares. So he was 10 hectares down and I was 10 hectares up. Zero-sum game. Nothing was created, nothing was lost. Uh, but between essentially nothing was created in that process, I should say, but he lost so that I could gain. Now that is an old mindset. And that is definitely something where, you know what? I have enough land. I don't want to go to war. I don't want the battles. I don't want the injuries. I don't want to put people through that. But then we evolved and as society moves on, we evolved really to the currencies that we have and the coins, but there was a gold standard to our coins. And essentially, everything was backed by gold. And so there was a fairly finite supply of money in society. 
because every dollar, and especially in the U.S., uh, the, you know, the U.S. banking system in particular, every dollar had to be backed by gold in the Federal Reserve. And it was called the gold standard. And that's why the U.S. dollar was the, the gold standard, literally and figuratively, of global currency, because every dollar in circulation could be backed by physical gold. So again, there was a, a relatively finite supply because there's a finite supply of gold. And so if we were amassing more money, we would have to kind of back that up with a finite resource. So again, in that process, yes, that old belief was true then that if you wanted more money, essentially someone else had to lose. But all that changed, you know, decades ago when Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard. And we've seen since... And in particular, in the last sort of 15 years or so, this incredible just production and printing of money and money is just being created and not just in America, all over the world by banks everywhere, you know, central banks and international banks are purely just creating money at the drop of a hat. And so there is now no longer a finite supply of money. And we're also seeing, obviously, with the digital and the cryptocurrency world, that coins are being created. And so these things are being created that are, you know, valued to a certain degree. And we can, you know, argue always over the value of cryptocurrencies, but even our own foreign exchange currencies. And if you look, if you're in the Forex markets, if you do any Forex trading, you'll know that the values of currencies go up and down quite volatile. They can go up and down cents and that overnight all over the shop. But the reality still is that this money is being created out of thin air, that nothing is actually there to back it. Now, there's inflationary issues with that, and I think inflation will be a huge challenge for a number of countries in the coming years. I mean, just, you know, watch out. There's my little stock prediction, like inflation's about to kind of really stop this stock market bubble. Once uh, once inflation kind of really hits, um, we're going to see this kind of bubble burst a little bit. But the reality is a lot of the inflation is just because so much money has been created. And it really is, like, you know, we go back to the sort of GFC days, particularly where the GFC hit and America's plan A was just to print more money. And they literally printed trillions of dollars, trillions of dollars were just created overnight. And since then, they've just continued to do that. There was QE1, and then there was QE2, and then there was Operation Twist, and you know, and they just keep going on. They come up with new names for these things where essentially we're just going to keep printing money until we get out of this problem. And they just kept kicking the can down the road, low interest rates and free money, and, and now we're having this you know amazing boom. Now, unfortunately, at some point the hangover is going to hit, and I think you know inflation will be the the issue there. But the actual reality, <laughs> you know, what can we do about it? The whole point is that if money is being created and literally billions and billions and billions of dollars are being created every day by banks around the world, can't we take our line share? You know, can't we take our unfair share? Can't we just say, you know what? There is just billions and billions and trillions of dollars out there. And a guy once said to me, and he said this, this was 15 years ago, I'd say. He said, you know what? You can take a teaspoon or a bucket to the ocean. The ocean isn't going to care. And it's always been that mindset of, okay, well, what do I need to reach my goals? And what are my financial freedom goals? And the reality is that the money supply out there doesn't care. There is more than enough money out there to supply all of us with our wildest dreams. 
the reality is just a handful of people have their unfair share. So why can't it, why can't we just take our unfair share? I mean, I don't need hundreds of billions of dollars like other people, but that's the reality is that the new rules of money say there is no loss to someone else because money is always being created as long as we add more value. Now, if we go in and physically take money away from someone, yes, that is wrong. But if we create value, like governments are just creating currencies, if we create value and we give value and we help people and we provide solutions to problems and we get great at doing that and we go out and we just help more and more people solve more and more problems and we add more value to the world, then the ocean doesn't mind if we want to take a teaspoon or a bucket. So why not set the goals for a bucket? Why not say, you know what, I'm sick of just kind of being teaspoon to teaspoon. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to start taking a bucket because the amount of money out there is literally limitless now. So if that mindset is holding you back, if that the old rules of money that, yes, there is only so much to go around, there is no longer that problem anymore. There is no longer only so much to go around and there is more than enough to go around. It's just getting over that mindset and saying, you know what? Life is a little bit unfair, so why not go out and get my unfair share? And then if I can do that and I can add more value and I do it through adding value, I said not through nefarious ways, but if I go out and I add more value and I help more and more people, then I'll be able to take a bucket to the ocean and the ocean won't care. The ocean won't care if I take a bucket home or a teaspoon home. So it's up to you. What do you want to fill your bucket with? How do you want to do that? And take away that old mindset that, you know what, if I win, someone else has to lose because we can add value and we can create win-win situations where everyone gets ahead. As long as we do that with good intentions, with the right, you know, adding value to the world, there's no limit to what you can achieve. And that, as always, is my hope for you. That is my dream for you, that you know what you do, you find your passion and you really find your vehicle and you really find your entrepreneurial spirit. And then you go out there and you don't just change your life, but you change your family's legacy and you change the future for your for generations in your family because you add value to the world and then you put that money to work knowing that there's no limit to what it can do at the end of the day. So guys, I hope that helps. I hope that just helps if you if you're holding on to that old belief, if you've still got those those some of those old money mindsets, if you do struggle with your mind, money mindset and you're newer to the podcast, uh, go back to episode number seven. Uh, I, it's one of the more popular podcast episodes because of that, because of the money lies that people do struggle with and just work on those things. Because as always, pretty much at the end of the day, the ceiling that we place on our lives, we put there with our own mindset. So if we can open up that, take that ceiling away and grow ourselves, we can grow our financial life. We can grow our financial wallet, I should say, which grows our life, which grows our freedom, and we can have more fun with great people. So guys, I hope that helps. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, as always, if you got value out of this, greatly, uh, you know, love to hear your feedback, greatly appreciate any reviews or any shares or anything like that you do to help me spread the word. And until next time, I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.